Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. We're excited to be part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. We joined the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network uh, because we're on the same page. We want to serve the church in her mission of making disciples by providing and promoting podcasts that help grow believers and the local church. Welcome to The One Thing, I'm Derek Hanna. This is a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centred ministry every single week. The One Thing is brought to you by Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planting Network, and Scott has taken a holiday from today. He's just, I don't know where he is. He's away. Anyway, so it just means I'm here. Uh, it's going to be gold today. The first time it's going to be gold. No, that's not true. Look, the, the things you can look forward to in The One Thing uh, today, uh, episode 29, we are looking at regional church planting. Now, heaps of people talk about getting out of the city. Uh, you've heard about sea changes, uh, tree changes. Uh, most people are talking about giving themselves a break or starting fresh from life, leaving problems behind the open country. Uh, but there's something similar when it comes to church planning, and it is anything but refreshing. In fact, it's hard work. Church planning is hard work anywhere, even when you know the place, even when you're familiar with it, even when there's lots of people around. Uh, but travelling to a regional area that lacks ministry resources or a, a history of strong churches where there aren't uh, family support perhaps uh, can be a make or break time to, for you. Um, but Jesus is needed as much in regional areas as he is in the city as well. So we've turned today to a guy named uh, Jai Wright. Jai, how you doing? Yeah, good. That's good. Good. <laughs> good to see you, mate. Uh, thanks for being part of the show. You are in Make Evangelical Church in Mackay. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Alrighty. How long have you been there? Uh, so seven and a half years. Yeah, coming up for eight years. And you know, where year. where is Mackay? Uh, so you're talking 12 hours drive north of Brisbane. 12 so hours drive north of Brisbane. It's a long way up there. So you've got Rockhampton just below it, four hours, and then Townsville's four hours north. It's a long bit of coast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how, how far from Mackay up to the top of uh, Queensland? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Probably another 24 hours drive or something it's like ridiculous, that. It's yeah, ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, That's the thing I struggled when I went to Queensland. I couldn't believe how big the place was. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe it. <laughs> now, you you planned the church there in 2011, uh, Make Evangelical. Seven years on, am I right in saying it's a vibrant, growing congregation? Yeah, we are a, a vibrant, growing Bible teaching church. That's our, our kind of vision. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a great, great bunch of people there. Um, yeah. But we've, yeah, we've had our challenges as well. In yeah, yeah, setting, nice. so, yeah, You're married? Yes. That was a question. That, that was, was a question. question. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, you no. were going somewhere with no, that. No, 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 no. You definitely are married. <laughs> yes, JL and my wife got yeah. four kids. Yeah. yeah. So How old are your kids? 14 down to five. So we're at school for all of them the first time this year, which is awesome. Okay. Yeah. New lease of life. Yeah, that's it. So they've grown up. That's seven years they've grown up in Mackay. Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot of them know. That will feel like home for them. Yes. Can you talk to me about your heart for Mackay? Why is it that? You ended up there in planning. It's obviously a deliberate decision. Um, yeah. yeah, if you got a background in being in regional areas, how did you end up there? 
Yeah, so I guess for uh, Jalen and I, as we're coming to the end of Bible college, thinking through what does God want for us, um, I had a particular heart for reaching new people with the gospel message, thought that church planning was a great way to go about that. Uh, and I guess as we were having those conversations, a big thing for my wife, Jalen, hmm. uh, was yeah, kind of thinking through, we'd both grown up in, in country towns. She was a small town called St. George, 2,000 people, so she didn't want to end up in a big city. She was off a farm. She needs a space. <laughs> so that was part of the conversation, was thinking, okay, well, we know that regional Queensland where we come from, uh, they need the gospel, there's there's a need for churches there and just looking for places that particularly needed church plants, which as we got directed to look up the coast, you got yeah, Mackay, Townsville, Cairns, they were all growing significantly at that time, particularly on the back of the mining boom. Uh, just hold you guys, just be careful about leaning on the table, getting boob a bang. That's, I think that's me over here banging that as well. Oh, I'm okay. going to put that down, My sorry apologies. about that. So uh, yeah, just picked up, just finished answering your question. You pick it up and I'll edit this out. Uh, now, how did you and um, uh, Jalen meet? <laughs> we were talking about this before. Uh, <laughs> Rubbers rave at a college party in Brisbane. That sounds uh, reputable. Yes. That sounds yeah. like a place a godly Christian, Christian man would go. <laughs> yeah. We weren't Christians at the time, okay. so God was gracious in our stories. But. <laughs> Am I allowed to ask what you do at a, a Rowers rave? Oh, drink and listen to music. Okay. It's a normal, normal fare. Nothing to do with rowing, though. Oh, it was the end of the rowing season, but that wasn't. I wasn't a rower at the time. So, right, yeah. but they still <laughs> allowed you in. Gee, <laughs> oh, that's tough. So, all right, you trained in the city. You come from living out in the country. You'd come. You'd been at uni in the city. Uh, you've went to Bible college in the city. You went uh, QTC. Uh, more college. You went, came down to Sydney, yeah, yeah, more college, yeah. okay. So a real city, not uh, Brisbane. <laughs> went, you went back to live in Brisbane afterwards? No, no. So we went straight from more college up to Mackay. Okay, all right. Yeah. What was the thing? So your peers, uh, a lot of them will be working in the city um, as well. What What was the thing you noticed when you went back to Mackay and planted there? As you're kind of doing that alongside your peers, going out to work in churches in more kind of urban places. Yeah, uh, I mean... I don't know. Yeah, there, there was differences in terms of peers. I think um, people in uh, the, the urban places, it depended on their context as well. So some of them were very similar on one level, whereas mm. others were quite different. But yeah, definitely culturally, it was a, it was a huge shift going from inner city Sydney um, up to Mackay. It's a lot more conservative, conservative in values and just the way that things are done. And yeah, I mean, it, it, schools in Sydney, everyone had one or two kids max, and if they had four, you knew they were Christians. Whereas in Mackay, that's totally it's a totally different scene. Everyone's got four or five kids, kind of. Yeah. So does the conservative nature of it then make it easier for the gospel, or were they more Christianized than they were in the city? Yeah, not necessarily. Like, yeah, in terms of the the Christian culture, a lot of great faithful Christian folks not always uh, had the best Christian teaching um, through their time. And obviously it's a huge Catholic population, uh, particularly in Mackay, because you've got a lot of um, Maltese and whatnot that came across for the cane farms. And so, that yeah, very strong Catholic population. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so what were the what were the significant challenges you found when you planted, uh, Mike? Yeah, there are a bunch of challenges. I think for us, because we were coming totally from the outside, um, we had that the people who joined us at the church plant were largely people coming from outside. So it's a very um, transient type town anyway. So mm. when we looked around after three or four years, everyone had 
moved to town after us that were at the church that we'd planted. And so that meant that was during the mining boom and then the bust happened. And so most of those people just legged it back to Brisbane or Sydney or wherever they'd come from. And partly that's just the, the transient nature of Mackay. But uh, I guess that's meant we've had to re refocus our, our mission to we've really got to reach locals. Locals are key to a long-term sustainable ministry. And so that's been something we've been talking through as a church and still really trying to think into in a mission, mission mm. sense. Were you seen as an outsider going in? Did it take a while to connect with the locals? Yeah, it was a, it was a funny thing. Like we thought as we moved up there that the locals would be really cold towards us yeah. and the, the guys who had moved from Brisbane or Sydney would be a lot more open. Totally the opposite. So mm. the, the people from out of town, they were just there to make money yeah. in and out, whereas the locals were quite friendly. But there is there is still a big difference um, between the, the long-term locals and I'm talking multi-generational locals. Mm. Um, versus those who have come and been there for 5, 10, 20 years even. Yeah. 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 Did you feel like you had a better insight into them because you had grown up in the country and you were going to a – it's a largish country town. It's not, yeah. it's not tiny. Yeah, I mean, Mackay is 80,000 people, yeah. so yeah, okay. it's a big, big centre. But, yeah, I think because Jay and I had both grown up in country towns, it just felt like home for us in a lot of ways, just yeah. the – yeah, relating to people, it was it was very familiar. Yeah, yeah. which is okay. a good thing. Nice. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you a break because you're sitting out. He's sitting across from me today with I think four layers on uh, and a blanket. He's gone to get <laughs> a little blanket. He's gone to get from his room. So I'm just going to give him time to warm up a little bit. Uh, we're going to have a look at the one thing toolbox. Uh, first on the list, I'm going to give you three or four resources today uh, to help you think uh, through planting in regional areas. Here's the first one. There's a great resource from Bruce Bennett, who's a pastor at Orange Evangelical Church, um, who we're going to have on uh, the one thing in just a few podcasts. Uh, you can find that how uh, ministering to regional rural Australia. That's a, a great uh, resource there. The Bush Church Aid Society. Go and speak to Mark Short. Um, he's got uh, great insight into what it looks like, look like to uh to minister and uh, in in regional areas, and there is a huge need. So, Mark Short, Bush Church Aid Society. There's a great webinar uh, from the archives with Ross Petherbridge. He was up at uh, and is up uh, and Bruce Bennett. Sorry, both of them are on. Uh, Ross is in Dolby in Queensland. Uh, Bruce again is out at Orange. Uh, just think about evangelism in regional areas um, and how to plan and how to reach people in those ones. And lastly, uh, talking with others in regional ministry areas. Look. The, the best way that you can work out what the needs are and what people's heart is for and for you to get a feel for whether you should do it as well is to talk to people who are out there. Uh, always good to hear from the uh, the horse's mouth. All right, back to it. Here we are. We're going to talk pros and cons of regional ministry here. Uh, here uh, here's a question. One of the things that, particularly in planting networks, not Geneva, we were chatting before, and Geneva has planned some... Um, in cities, obviously, but we have a number of plants outside as well. Make is, you know, yes. we, we were partnered with you guys. A lot of the conversation in church planting networks, though, is uh, around planting, and the focus it seems to always be on cities, always be on cities. Uh, having planted in Mackay, what's your read on that? Like you're in the regional area, does that tick you off when you hear that kind of language? Do you feel like the needle needs to be moved back a little bit? What do you think? Yeah, on one level, I think it's it's more to do with uh, the individual and their, their their background, the gifts that God's given them. For for Jay and I, a big part of our thinking, as I've already shared, was to do with our our background. We grew grew up in country towns, and yeah. so God had just prepared us for that type of ministry. I don't think there's a, a right or wrong. Or, hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't necessarily tick me off, but I do do think there's I mean there's people in country places that need good gospel ministry as well. So mm -hmm. it's definitely something that I think the right people should be thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, it's always tricky to say, but in terms of uh, the population, 80,000 you've said in Mackay, um, how many of them would, would be in Bible-believing churches? Um, oh, Bible-believing churches, that's a... It's yeah. a tricky question to ask, isn't it? Because there's a lot of good people out yeah. there, I'm sure, who are uh, leading churches. Um, uh, and yet, at the same time, we do want to say, you know, people need to hear the gospel clearly explained, and not all churches are doing that. Yeah, um, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think just generally across the board, like 80,000 people, there might be... I don't know, three or four thousand people in a church of any stripe or colour, Catholic churches, Pentecostal churches, the, yep. the whole whole sort of spectrum. Um, the, the the local Presbyterian church is a is a great church. Um, it's probably older in demographic, but does have some younger folks there. There's a there's a Baptist church as well um, there that yeah, is doing a good job from as much as I know. So yeah, mm. yep. So there's a few good churches there, but it's yeah, it's barely scratching the surface. And yep. I think that's really for us moving up there. Eighty thousand people when we moved there, was three thousand people a year moving to the place. We just thought you'd plant three churches a year, and you're still not scratching the surface. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you mentioned before is you had to pivot uh, when uh, the boom happened and people left and you had to connect with locals. What are the things that you did to uh, connect with people who were local there and evangelise them? Were there particular things in that in Mackay that you did? Uh, it, to be honest, it's something that we're still thinking through at the moment. Like it's been a bit of a transition process. One of the first things we did was we changed the time of our service. So we started as a four o'clock service and ran that way for seven years but then sort of realized with the conservative nature of Mackay it was just it was just weird it didn't fit the, the the Christian or church box so even for someone who wasn't a Christian thinking of going to church our perception is that yeah we think that was just a, it was a weird time so yeah, we've right. moved back to a morning service so that's been one one change and I think even as we've been trying to rethink through our marketing just trying to think we want to we want to fit be within the categories that people have of, of church and Christianity in Mackay which is more on the conservative End. So I've just been very conscious of that. I think as well the events we run. Uh, to begin with, we ran a, a big scavenger hunt event that we had. I mean, I think the last time we ran it had a few under a few hundred people at that. Um, but it was largely geared towards those who had moved to town rather than the local person. So we're trying to think through what are the what are the events that's going to help mm. us reach the local and connect. So it's interesting to take that conservative framework, and as mm. opposed to in other places, you might try to step out of that in order to engage people. You're saying in regional, at least in Mackay, you want to step back into that in yeah. order to connect with people and be able to share. Is there more of a, a a connection to Christian roots or is it the nature of the people who've come into Mackay? What's that? Uh I, th I think it's just the culture of the place. I mean, you, you look at the politicians that represent. I mean, we've got uh, George Christensen's our yeah. federal member who's quite conservative in, in values. Um yeah, so I think that's just representative of where people are coming from. I think it's country in general, and particularly the further north you go from Brisbane. I've, I've people just say that that's it's more conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That's a really yeah. helpful insight. Um, if people are thinking about planning in regional areas, um, what do you as you're talking to them? What's your recommendation? How do they prepare well? How do they assess whether they're the people who should kind of head into there? Yeah, so I think a couple of things to think through. Would, I mean, if you've got that country kind of background that's obviously a huge plus uh, I think something that even talking to uh, Scott and others who's getting around chatting to people in in country areas who planted at a similar time to us just that 
the need to have a, a, a solid core group. I mean, 50 adults, if you can plant like that, that's awesome. Yep. Um, but I think in, in country areas, 50, you want to get it, get as many of those as locals if you're going to see a long-term sustainable ministry because I don't think it's particularly unique to Mackay that um, you do have a, a high transient population. So you do just need that local base, which is a tricky question. How do you, particularly if you're parachuting in like we did, how do you find 50 mm. locals who are going to come and join you for a new church plant in Mackay most of the local Christians were locked into their churches which is great we didn't want to come in and yep. kind of pull them out um, yep. yeah yep that's great uh, okay one thing what is the one thing uh, that you would want to say to people about regional church planting that you've learned you've observed or you want to encourage people towards yeah, I, I mean, I think that question of the, the the reaching the local is probably a key thing. Probably the other thing that I was thinking into is just the, I think oftentimes there's need for a bit more perseverance. You're not necessarily going to have the, the flash bang, fast growth. Yeah. So I think it is just trusting God for that and not um, uh, thought a lot about just success not being an idol. It's just, yeah, you're just serving Jesus. If that's the place he's put you, you love the people that he's put in front of you and mm. yeah, seek yeah, to true. share the gospel with them. And you, you yeah. have seen people become Christians? We have, yeah. You have yeah, seen God yeah. give you growth and so we're going to yeah. give thanks for that. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, well, that brings us to the end of our, sh our show. Uh, mate, thanks for joining us. Thanks for making the trek all the way down to, uh, where are we, Stanwell Tops at FIOC Conference. Freezing uh, Stanwell Tops. Freezing yeah. Stanwell Tops. It's been great to have you. Yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the one thing today. Maybe there's a topic you would like us to dig into as well. If so, head over to the Geneva Push Facebook page. It is the best place to let us know what you're thinking. Post your question or suggestion for a topic, and the One Thing team will get onto it. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. Thanks for being part of the show. It's been good to have you here. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Next time we'll get uh, both you and uh, Jay Allen as well and the kids. That'll be good. <laughs> but look, there's a slim chance Scott will be back. Uh, who knows? Uh, we'll see what happens with the next episode. But what we're going to look at the next episode is good to great graphics. How do you think about communication and media, and particularly graphics in your church? Just small changes for great gains can uh, yeah, can be really helpful. We're going to have Rachel Vant on who is a communication church expert. I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon. Every pastor needs to be thinking about disciple-making and discipleship in their local church. Can I encourage you to listen to Making Disciples? It's another podcast in the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network and co-hosts Robbie Gallatay and Chris Swain will help you think into discipleship in your local church. So if you're a pastor or a leader, every episode you're going to hear insights into various elements of discipleship and practical tips that you can implement in your own context.